Welcome back, folks. Beltway Golfer, episode 27. Alex Dixon here. For this episode, uh, I was actually on the way back up north from a trip down to Pinehurst, but we stopped by Belmont Golf Course just outside Richmond, Virginia, and sat down with Brent Schneider, who is the CEO of First Tee of Greater Richmond. Uh, First Tee of Greater Richmond won um, an RFP from Henrico County, to be the operators of Belmont Golf Course, where I sat down with Brent for the better part of an hour for this episode. Uh, Belmont Golf Course has a tremendous amount of history designed by A.W. Tillinghast and is the only golf course in the entire state of Virginia to ever host a major, the 1949 PGA Championship, won by another Virginian, Sam Snead. It's just a really interesting project. They're getting ready to reopen at the end of May. They won the RFP back in December of 2019. Um, Brent has been leading the efforts. Um, He hired Love Golf Design, Davis Love III's um, golf architecture firm to lead the restoration and renovation efforts. But what they're doing is is somewhat outside the box. You know, an incredibly historic facility, 18-hole golf course designed by A.W. Tillinghast. Uh, they decided to restore uh, 12 original holes to make a 12-hole golf course, um, as well as a six-hole par three course, uh, each of those holes paying homage in a different way to, to other uh, tilling ha- tilling golf courses and famous holes, along with a putting course and ex- an extensive uh, practice area, uh, all to align with the mission of the first tee of Greater Richmond. Um, so... You know, I think it, even though it's, you know, an hour and a half without traffic south of the Beltway, uh, I think a lot of D.C. area golfers and really golfers around the country are going to make a pilgrimage to Belmont to, A, to see this, this incredible golf course uh, restored and, and, and renovated in part, um, but also because it's such a unique project and, and, and is another in... Um, a path forward for a different way to think about municipal golf in this country going forward. Um, similar line of thinking to, to what National Links Trust here is doing here in D.C. Um, but the idea that, uh, you know, again, golf courses don't necessarily have to be 18 holes. And what Brent and his team have done at the first tee um, at, at Belmont um, in keeping the integrity of the golf course, both from the history and, and architectural aspects, but also thinking outside the box to, to, to align with their own mission and growing the game and making it extremely kid-friendly um, is terrific. So um, really enjoyed sitting down with Brent and uh, learning more about Belmont, and uh, I'm excited for, for, the, for the grand reopening here at the end of May, and I uh, hope everyone enjoys the episode. Here it is, episode 27, Belmont Golf Course, Brent Schneider, CEO of First Tee of Greater Richmond. Enjoy. Brent, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for coming here. Absolutely. I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be out here. We're at uh, Belmont Golf Course. Um, are we in Richmond proper? We're in Henrico County. Henrico County. We're about five miles from downtown Richmond. Got it. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Brent and I just, just drove around the golf course, yep. got a little tour. Uh, we're recording this, gosh, what's today? Today's the April 5th? The 5th. Today's 5th. So opening date of Belmont is? So we, we cut the ribbon or hit our first golf shots, whatever we decide to do on the 24th of May. 24th of May. Uh, and we'll open that weekend, uh, the 28th, to our Founders Club members um, who are our annual members. And then the 29th of May, we'll open to the public. That is exciting. So let's, let's start with the basics. Yep. Um, there's, there's a lot to kind of cover here, especially the, the, the history here at Belmont. Let's start with what, 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 what was here, not, not what is going to be here, yeah. but what has been here for the last 
so this several is, decades. It's a historic. It's a historic golf course. Um, 1917, A.W. Tillinghouse came in and, and and built 18 great holes for Hermitage Country Club. It, it was Hermitage Country Club from. Um, Sorry, 1917, not 1870. 1917 until 1977, when Hermitage moved out west to Guchun County and sold it to sold it to Henrico County, and Henrico has been operating Belmont as a municipal golf course since then. So what was here? Mm-hmm. 18 really good holes um, that was that were designed by a Hall of Fame designer. Yep. I mean, Belmont is the only course in the state of Virginia to host a major championship. 1949 PGA Championship that Sam Snead won. Um, ben Hogan won here in 1945 the the Richmond Open. Um, so I've I've we've been talking for two or three minutes, and I've yeah. mentioned three Hall of Famers yeah. so far. Uh, I didn't I, I forgot to tell you that ten years after Tillinghouse built the course in in 1917 donald ross who was working on a a course across the street came over and grassed the greens the greens were originally sand greens and he came over to grass them so so we now have four hall of famers part so of now the story. four hall of famers and then fast forward to um 2020 when the first year of greater richmond took over this property mm-hmm. we um we engaged with love golf design that was that's led by davis love the yeah. third our fifth hall of famer and so we feel like if pedigree of the people that have been involved in this in this course uh it, it has anything to do with our success then then you know we're we're off and running so yeah so there's a that's a ton of history a lot of big yeah. names so from 1917 when it was originally designed yeah. as hermitage country club until 1977 when the, the county purchased it yeah. because the country club was moving so it was a, for those first 60 years it was a private course hermitage country club hermitage country club yeah but that was not open to the public not open to the public and not so um so i guess it's to everybody's benefit both now and going forward that the county did decide to purchase it in 1977 i mean you know I think it was win-win. Henrique, or Hermitage wanted, they expanded, and now they have 36 holes out, and they're great holes out um, in Goochland County, just, mm-hmm. just to the west of town. Um, but what it did is it opened up the ability for the county to, to, to display a Tillinghouse golf course to everyone. Yeah. I mean, and, and so for, you know, the past 40-plus years, people have been playing this, and, and, and you know, it's accessible. it was accessible to everyone. Over the last three or four years, it started to to deteriorate. The conditioning, um, the rounds were, have gone downhill a little bit, and so the county was looking at, all right, what do we what do we want to do with this property? This isn't this isn't sustainable. And the county is a very high functioning, well run. They're a well run county, all right. Sure. So, so um, and but, but keeping it a golf course wasn't necessarily the only option yeah well that's what i was going to say so um i think they were looking at alternative ways whether it was turning it into into a park mm-hmm. potentially doing some business development out here you know this is pretty pretty good land and, yeah. and it's close to the highway and so there's probably a, which is a decision a lot of municipalities yeah, are having to make no about question. their golf courses especially located in urban areas throughout the country so so the 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 difference here is you've got a community of people the neighbors, the people that have played Belmont for the last 40 years that were adamant about this property remaining a golf course. And so the county, you know, to the county's credit, they heard them loud and clear. Uh, There were several public meetings in in the spring and summer of 2019. Was that the group Preserve yeah, Belmont? I mean, that and, they're, and they're still very, very active in some of the things that we're doing, but they essentially saved this golf course. And so... By getting really vocal about it. Really vocal and saying, this is important to us. This is our county. You know, we want to save Belmont. And 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 what Belmont has become probably wasn't in their original vision, mm-hmm. uh, but I think they're very comfortable with it. Yeah. And so, so out of all of that, the county put out an RFP um, they wanted to get the, the property off of their books. They didn't want to run it anymore. And so they, they put a process together where um, golf course management companies came in and, and bid for um, the, the, essentially the ownership, a long-term, a long-term lease uh, with the county to, to own and operate out here. And, um, and we were lucky enough to, to win that bid. And we can, we can talk a little bit about that. Do you know much about not necessarily who the other bidders were, maybe you didn't, maybe you don't want to talk about it, but what, what the other bids, 
ideas for the property were? I, I don't know a whole lot. Um, I know that ours was different. Yeah. Um, my senses, based on um, you know some of the groups that attended the the the, the meetings uh, with the county, were um, to, to to keep the golf course uh, an eighteen hole facility, and 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 you know obviously uh, I'm sure sure people saw a vision of fixing it up and fixing the bunkers and but but keeping the original um, the original. Sure. It just wasn't in our plan. We couldn't do that and be successful yeah. at what we do. Was there? Did, does the, did the county care about like the history? Does the county care about Tillinghast and like that kind of history? I think so because yeah. the, because you know people care and, and yeah. you know they represent uh, taxpayers and and neighbors and there's a you know people care a lot about it. Um, I think the the, the really um, one of the things I'm very proud of and what we've accomplished here is we've brought a lot of that history back and I think maybe people lost sight in how much it had deteriorated and how much of the history had gone away. And so being able to dive into this project, yes, it's new. We have, we, we'll talk about what the facility is in a minute, but mm-hmm. you know, we've actually been able to bring a lot of the history back, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, so before we get into what, what's going to be here yeah. and, and what, what the project is, so the, the, the first tee of, of Greater Richmond, yeah. Um, as, as you informed me as we were driving around, this isn't your first foray into um, operating a, a facility in the area. Yeah, we have two other facilities um, that we that we operate. Um, one is a 18-hole golf course, par 66, Lester George design um, in Henrico County. Um, it was our first facility that opened in 2000. So it's Chesterfield County or Henry? Chesterfield, Chesterfield County. County. That, that opened in 2000. It's the Tattersall Youth Development Center at the First Tee Chesterfield Golf Course. So the name of the golf course is First Tee Chesterfield Golf Course. Yeah, the Tattersall Youth Development Center at the First Tee Chesterfield Golf Course. Put that on the logo. I was say, that's right? a, yeah. a mouthful. <laughs> so, um, but we, we named that's, it. That's a, a par 66. Par 66. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Really fun. Well, well thought out golf course. Um, How it, long have you had operations over there? 2000. We opened in oh, 2000. Yeah, we opened in 2000. And, um, and then we also have a facility that opened in 2003 that was renovated in 2017 on the old city landfill off of School Street uh, in town, which is a six hole par three course. A really state-of-the-art driving range, and then inside we have two TrackMan simulators and a program room. We've partnered with Virginia Commonwealth University's golf team, where that's their home of golf. They practice there and, and, and they work there. And for for those of your uh, listeners and, and viewers who have not been to Richmond or are looking for a place to work on on your game, I mean, obviously you want to come check out Belmont um, at the end of May, but. Downtown, our facility at Elson Redmond is is an unbelievable place to practice. And so, I would have to imagine that the the success um, or your your experience in both those two operations said this is this is a good good model yeah. for us. This is working. Our strategic plan, um, you know, obviously we're youth development first. You know, we're trying to impact kids through our different program offerings. But our strategic plan called for expanding the footprint of where we reach kids and. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in Henrico County. We're in a lot of their schools as part of our curriculum in, in, in their elementary schools. And we wanted a green grass facility that could access, uh, could be an access point to a lot of those places. And so, you know, when Belmont came up for RFP, you know, our board started asking questions. You know, what do we need to do? It, it, it makes sense. And, and, and really, you know, going through that process, it really made it clear that we were um, we were really probably the right owner and operator for this facility moving forward. So we're excited the county wanted to partner with us. Yeah. And, you know, so far I think we've, we've done it justice. I can't wait for the public to come out and see it. I, I was unaware, I didn't, and you had told me when we were, we were touring the course, um, that there, there are several first tee chapters around the country that, yeah. that do operate facilities. Yeah. Uh, which, can you talk a little bit about, you know, what, because you're a nonprofit, yeah. you know, the kind of the, the, I don't know the, the the different why that business model is different and why that may be a, a better way to run maybe municipal golf than not. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, obviously we're blessed to have investors and donors that you know want to help you know um, expand our mission of reaching reaching youth through our, our program offerings. 
Um, but one of the things that, you know, we're, we're getting ready to put in five plus million dollars in this property to tra transform it into something very special. Um, you know, we don't necessarily look for a return on investment on that money um, because of what we do. And mm -hmm. so, you know, a for-profit business would, would need to, to look at that. And, and so, you know, we have other ways of, of generating money through donations. And we do hope this place is self-sustaining and yeah. profitable because it will in turn help our programs. Uh, but getting that initial investment back, um, it's not a loan. It was a gift, sure. uh, and it was a gift by a very um, anonymous uh, uh, person um, that was very generous and, and really believed in our vision of impacting the lives of young people through the game of golf. That $5 million, that, all of that did, came from a single donor or, or a good percentage? A uh, good percentage, and, and, and the county also pitched in a little bit as well. Got it. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Um, so the, the, the RFP put out um, several bids. First tee of Greater Richmond wins. Yeah. At, at, at what point did you engage with Love Golf Design, and why did you engage with Love Golf Design? Yeah, g great question. So I met Scott Sherman, who's the lead architect for Love Golf Design, in the summer of 19 when they were at Birdwood, and really hit it off with him. I, 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 you know, I'm interested in golf course architecture as a amateur golfer. You know, I'm 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 not only running a really high quality um, first tee facility and, and, and chapter, but uh, I'm really interested in the game as well. And uh, and so it was it was a treat for me to go up and meet Scott while they were designing and finishing up Birdwood. And I really just hit it off. I mean, he is a great guy that I uh, really related to. And uh, when it when it became apparent that our project, um, you know, that we were we were in the running to get the project, uh, I reached out to Love Golf, and the first thing I asked Scott. Uh, and Mark afterwards, uh, Mark Love was, are you all comfortable with our plan? Because mm -hmm. our plan called for changing the original routing of this this 18 hole Tilling House golf course, and I didn't want to work with a an architectural group or firm that was not comfortable with it. Uh, and, and 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 that was a really good conversation that we had early on. You know, Scott gave it a lot of thought. So this conversation happened after the, the, the you won the RFP? It was right around the same okay. time when we, when we were, you know, we, we, we wanted, it, love was part of our plan and, and we said we were going to work with them as the RFP, but we didn't know we were going to get it, but we wanted to make sure that we were, we were aligned, aligned right. Yeah. And so, so Scott came back um, and it was, I remember the conversation, he, he said, you know, some of the most unique architectural in golf comes from Scotland in what they call these children's courses that are more like family courses. And, you know, they may be seven holes or nine holes or 10 holes or whatever. And he said, you know, we could really do something special. And then when they came on property after we won the bid, they came up early in, in 2020 and, um, and they walked the property and they just said, this place is spectacular. You know, yeah. we can do a lot with it. So, so the, but so the, the idea for, um, and I don't even know if we've mentioned this, but it's going to be a 12-hole yeah. 12, yeah. 12 we course. We'll, 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 we'll edit it together. But it's going to be a 12-hole course. So the, the idea for an alternative, non-traditional number of holes yeah. uh, was, was the first tease. Yeah. Well, so, you know, we knew, we're, we, knew we were limited with space, right? We knew we, knew we were limited in space. And um, in order to take this over, we knew we had to chop up some of the holes to create a practice facility to pre create a short game area, a wedge range, and some of the other areas where we could conduct our programs. They're also open to the public, but you know, we, we really program heavily out of those practice areas. That's how we reach kids. And then once, once they're ready and good enough, they go out and, and play the big course. And so what we have here is 12 hole championship course mm -hmm. that's been restored of Tilling House holes. We've got six hole short course. It's a par three course that, um, it, the, the, the templates are all tilling house designs from around the country. We've got a 18-hole putting course. It's the largest in the state of Virginia called the Ringer that um, 30, 34,000 square feet. 31. 31,000 square feet. <laughs> um, and, you know, a really good driving range, a short game area, a wedge course. I mean, we got it all. Like, yeah. you know, there's an entry point here for everyone. Sure. Yeah. But so the, the at Belmont prior to to this renovation, 
what was the was there much of a practice facility? No, there was a putting green. Putting green, yeah, that's it. putting so, green. So, so no range. Yeah. Um, what so, you know, when you came to, I imagine when you um, submitted your bid for the RFP, yeah. you know, the plan was was likely very different than, than everyone else's. Um, in that process, you know, I, I interviewed a couple of the folks from National Links Trust in this podcast earlier about their their RFP process with the yeah. National Park Service yeah. in Washington D.C. You know, did you get? Did, was there a lot of feedback? So, so it, it, we 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 submitted it. It was a sealed bid. We submitted it via sealed bid. I remember it was a Friday afternoon, and the first page of it essentially laid out our program. It was. You know we're gonna we're gonna change it from an 18 hole to a 12 hole because of this and this and restore it and and you know if you're not interested in this stop reading and it was 130 plus page proposal but we were like essentially stop reading because this this isn't for you you know if sure. it's not for you and um, you know we got a call later on the next week from representatives of the county and, and they're essentially asking like are you guys serious yeah and we were you know obviously very serious. Uh, and, and we were selected as one of the finalists, and we went in and um, and presented to the, the the final committee that made their recommendation to the board. Uh, and you know they could clearly tell that we had done done our homework that there's there that we were in alignment with a lot of the things they wanted out here. Mm-hmm. One being a group that had worked with municipalities before. We've done that downtown and in Chesterfield County. Two, that you know, our focus is on junior golf, um, which was a high priority with, with the RFP process. And three, that you know, we had a, a very distinct plan on uh, renovating and keeping this turf healthy and, and moving forward. And, and, and I think you know, we checked all of those boxes. Yep. And so it was, it was easy for the county once they kind of bought into the changes for, for them to select us. Interesting. Um, you know, a, a course with, with as much history as it does, um, I don't know, but I imagine with, with many of the great golden era uh, or golden age of golf course architecture um, architects, there's probably an A.W. Tillinghast Society and, and yep. folks that are really yep. obsessed with, with, with the way that he, his courses. Um, was there any pushback on the idea of, of essentially taking away six holes? You know, uh, early on a little bit. Um, more, more so from the neighbors that you know were used to playing 18 holes, um, but more so than any, the renovation that we've created on the original seven through 18, which is now one through 12. I, 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 I you know, the feedback from those types of people, and we have some of them in Richmond that are very, very um, uh, vocal and and, and 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 very well schooled on the Tillinghouse ways has been very, very positive. Um, they see that the work that we've done with the, with the property um, really kind of pays homage to the original design. And, you know, we rode, we rode around today. You saw some of the areas that we took cart paths out. We added some of the original bunkers back. I mean, we studied a lot of renderings, a lot of photos, a lot of drawings. Um, and it's truly, I mean, old 7 through 18, now 1 through 12 of Belmont, it's truly a restoration. Yeah. 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 I mean, going, going around the course, we can, we can kind of talk through it a little bit. But, um, you know, you did a lot of tree work out here. Yeah. Um, uh, tons of bunker work. The, the bunkers look, yeah. look stunning. Yeah. Um, how, you know, how, once the, once the RFP was, was won and, and, and uh, Love Golf Design got on board, um, the decisions to you know which holes to to to, to keep as the twelve, yeah. you know what what the what was going to be the, the work to be done and how to restore this um, was was that most of those decisions came from their their team at Love yeah. Golf Design through through Love you know they they've been we we talked about this on the course that I mean Mar, uh, Davis uh, and Mark Love his brother and Scott Sherman make up Love Love Golf Design they're not a big bureaucratic group mm-hmm. i mean it's three of them right yeah. and they're all accessible and they've been here a lot and and really we leaned on them to kind of direct us on you know what do you think i mean it's such a special piece of property we had some ideas you know mm-hmm. we thought the range might go here and the short course here and 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 um you know we were all in alignment but they really led that process yeah um so the the, the par three course 
You mentioned Little some, Bell. Little Bell. Yeah. There's some of the some. Uh, does he refer to them as templates or, or yeah. you know, some some template inspiration hole, inspirations right? yeah. of uh, of Tillinghast holes? Can you talk about a couple of the ones that that you guys did? So out the uh, first hole's tiny, um, and it's a it's a template of some uh, one of his templates, Tiny Tim, which he's um, done several times. Which is essentially uh, a short par a three. Short, that, but it's you know not easy, right? right. It's not easy. Um, Southward Ho uh, was the inspiration of number two. Um, ours faces north, so we're going to call it Northward Ho. Uh, and probably the other one that, that's most notable, um, we got inspiration from the seventh hole at San Francisco Golf Club for our fourth on Little Bell, which is uh, San Francisco. It's the dual. It's the it's the dual hole. Um, it's called that because it's the it was the it was the last legal duel literally the last legal duel in the united states was held on the tee box of this hole and uh scott got inspiration from this and uh you know i think it's one of his better green complexes that he's done out here and um, that will be known as scott's duel that's a that's a heck of a background yeah so can we talk a little bit about the you know the mission i mean obviously it's yeah. first 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 yeah. first tee this is you know first tee is all obviously all about uh growing the game and getting you know young folks into the game so i i did read that that uh golfers involved in the first tee of greater richmond uh, you get to play this course for free did yeah. i read that right yeah how about that so i mean we're here because of our mission right and and so our mission through our program offerings and curriculum you know we're trying to impact the lives of young people by providing you know facilities and educational opportunities that teach life skills and build character right and so it's 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 why we're here you know the architectural all of this stuff is fun and it's exciting to a lot of people and i think it'll be an impact to the rest of the community and we can talk about the feel of this place later on but we're here because of the kids so currently we reach kids three different ways we we um, through our school program where we've partnered with elementary schools we provided equipment we provided training and the teachers deliver first tee lesson plans to the kids on activity room or gym floors uh, mm-hmm. when they're in school, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, our hope is that those kids that are interested will find their way to green grass and our green grass, Belmont being one now, but downtown at, at, at Elson Redmond and the Tattersall facility in Chesterfield, mm-hmm. where kids go through our life skills experience program uh, which is very similar to how one would go through the boy scouts or girl scouts starting when they're young working their way up to different levels through different golf skills different different life skills different community service hours different volunteer hours and the idea is to keep them get them started when they're young and keep them until they're ready to go off to their next adventure um, after high school and so um, we see in our, in our life skill experience program, we see just over uh, 1,200 on a normal year. Wow. Um, and we think with Belmont that that, that number will creep up over, over, over 2,000. Uh, so have you seen youth involvement in, in, in the Richmond area um, grow pretty significantly recently? I mean, we've, been, we've had a successful program for many years. I mean, obviously the game itself is popular because people can be outside and mm-hmm. it's you know, people can social distance, and um, and it's something you can do with a family or friends. Um, and so, you know, sign-ups for this summer for our programs and camps and spring break camps and spring sessions, I mean, they've been at an all-time high. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be – so you, you had showed me – so we got we're, – we're kind of sitting to the – am I looking east right here? Yes. You're looking east. Yeah, so it's so east of the – of the, uh, the, the the clubhouse and, and, and community so rec- recreation center um, is a pretty large driving range. Yeah. Uh, on the old, this was number one hole going out. Correct. And number two, three, four kind of came back through here. Uh, big, beautiful old, old growth tree right in the middle. Yeah. And so uh, I think one of you was saying that that was the former logo of, of yeah, Belmont. Yeah, it was. And, we're, we, you know, we cut to about that size down that we're next to it. You know, we don't know if it fits, but we like it so much. Yeah. Scott, Scott Sherman, our architect, loves that tree. And, and so we're going we're gonna to give it a run um, this season and see how it goes on the range. I, I think it'll probably end up staying. Um, you know, it's it, it, maybe people can work on 
high draws and low cuts and sure. vice, you know, an alternating ball. Um, but uh, it's it's a beautiful tree, and you know, there's some there's some well-known ranges around the country that have distinguished trees on them, and you know, maybe we'll be known for that. Yeah. Um, and then there's a practice area down to the left of the range. Um, so I imagine, I mean, it's going to be a heavy focus of, of getting young kids out here. And, yeah. and you know, do you, do you have a lot of, uh, I imagine you have a lot of instructors on staff? We do. So our, our programming team, um, our leaders are former participants. They work for us full time. Uh, they're trained in the first T ways. Um, and, you know, we have volunteer coaches. We have paid part-time coaches. And, and so we'll have um, regular classes out here after school during the school year and camps during the summer. And, you know, the, the beautiful thing about this property is that we'll be able to offer, you know, the, the facility to our patrons and at the same time have classes going. And, and so it'll be it'll feel busy. Yeah. Um, but there's something out here for everyone. Yeah. Um, so back to the course a bit, <clears throat> you know. This is such a unique property in the fact that, you know, the, 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 the history involved with, with major championship, the fact that it's open to the public, um, you know, the fact that it was designed in, in this golden age of, of, of course architecture, which, which is um, certainly, I don't know if having a moment right now or just having such a huge resurgence, yeah. um, but it is um, uh, understandably uh, gets, a, gets a lot of attention. The, the idea of this 12-hole golf course, we were kind of talking a little bit on, a, on the, uh, while we are driving around. How do you, how do you view a 12-hole golf course or, or kind of an alternative length golf course just in, in, in the larger scope of golf now or going forward? Yeah, it's a good question, and, and, and I think there's room for them. Um, you know, we, I told you on the course, we've got, we've got uh, inspiration from – three really distinct properties around the country one being bobby jones uh in atlanta that is a is now a nine hole reversible golf course it was an old kind of rundown um city-owned golf course that had been renovated and what they've done out there with their sense of community and inclusiveness and and working with kids and people of all ages it's really kind of neat you know yeah. and so it's it's a lot better than what it what it was sure. uh, and then sweetens cove i mean i know your listeners and viewers probably uh, know about Sweetens, but you know they did something like really different, and mm-hmm. they did it really well, and they didn't shy away from it. And so we've gotten inspiration from them and the folks out in California, Goat, Goat Hill. They've created a, um, a a community space that is welcoming, that um, has a great vibe. And so, yeah, to your question, what do I think of Twelve Holes? I mean. You know, if I had all day to play golf, I probably would love to go out and play as many holes as possible. But, you know, the reality is, is people don't have the time mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 to do that. And so, you know, playing 12 really high quality, uh, well, you know, obviously well designed, but um, well conditioned, um, you know, I, I think it, wor- it can work. And yeah. it's all about it's all about people embracing that and um you know, I don't think it's quirky. I think it's just different. Uh, the holes, I mean, you saw them. They're great. Sure. They're great holes. They're fantastic holes. Um, and, and so, you know, what, what, and we know they're great holes. And, 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 and what our, our, our focus will be on moving forward since the renovation's really complete and we're getting ready to open is how do we create uh, those inspirational, that inspirational culture where, anyone can come here whether you're a youth in our program whether you've been playing golf for 40 years whether you've gone to drive shack and mm-hmm. picked up a club for the first time and be like i'd like to get on real grass like who, whoever you are you can come here feel welcome have enjoyment and there's a place for for you uh at belmont um you know there's an entry point at any yeah. there's an entry point for all of them I'm curious. I mean, the, the fact since this is owned by the county, mm-hmm. um, who I imagine I don't know, but they're, they're probably less concerned with tradition, with, with golf tradition, and more concerned with what's good for the community. Correct. That may, you know, in any other situation where you know maybe you've got a membership to appease to, 
or or a, or a board, you know, a corporate board. We have to make sure that you're going to hit some. I, some I mean, line. absolutely, and I think probably our track record with working with other jurisdictions that probably feel the same way. Uh, the fact that we're you know involved as a youth development organization and that very thing, you know, we're, we we're about community here. I mean, our our vision at First Tee greater Richmond is to strengthen the character of our community. Yeah. I mean, and we can do that here. Sure. You know? What about, uh, like, on a national level? Because this is, again, the history, the kind of the, the alternative aspect of, of what the course is, which I think a lot of people view as this is kind of the future. Uh, we had talked about in the course, you know, this being a kind of a D.C.-based golf, uh, golf uh, podcast. Um, again, National Links Trust doing Rock Creek Park is, yes, is kind it. of like a similar thing where they, they had this historic – golden age 18 holes and they decide you know what the best thing going forward is trying to capture nine of those classic holes yeah. but creating a, a plan of what's best going forward here so so nationally i imagine you're getting a lot of attention and people are kind of looking at this as a path forward i mean you know when the the world of golf like we have eyes on us we know that and we're not shying away from it um again there are 12 really good holes there's new offerings. Um, the vibe here will feel inclusive and welcoming, and afford it'll it'll be affordable. Um, you know, how do we continue to deliver on that every day? And, and that will be our focus as a team uh, to make someone's experience on day one the same experience that someone will have on day 100 or on year 10. Yeah. Um, you know, being consistent, but. We we we're not shying away from it. We we think there's 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 a place for um, kind of alternative golf, high quality alternative golf, and um, you know the key is is getting people out, having fun, um, celebrating the outdoors, celebrating our great game and the great intrinsic values of our game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we haven't spent a whole lot of time worrying about where we where where we're going to stack up in the world of golf. Right. You know? That's that's well, I love it. And, and you and you. One of my questions was when we were when we were driving around is you know are you going to get tournaments? Are, are other people yeah. going to be concerned about that? That you know this is some you know you can't really do eighteen holes. You can, it's it's more than nine. But you immediately said, "Yeah, we're, we're we're getting some." We we don't know, we don't know yet. Yeah. But we we have had uh, some some groups reach out and and they want to, um, you know, they um, some of the better players in town have already talked about doing a fall event out here. You know, they they obviously want to support the first mm-hmm. tee, but they realize that Belmont's something unique and uh, they want to they want to be part of that. And you know, I could see high school matches happening here. You know, the county uh, has several high schools with really good teams that need a home for golf, and we want them to be out here. Um, I'd love to see, you know, two of our local or four of our local colleges have yeah. a, you know, maybe a warm-up tournament out here. And, and, and really, I mean, you you wrote it. I mean, it's challenging. Yeah. You know, it's it's Absolutely. 12, but, you know. It's uh, it's not easy, yeah. and um, the strategy around you know playing really good golf will will come into play. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll have tournaments. We don't you know what will we host in the future? We don't know. We yeah. don't know that yet. But we we do know that there's 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 been some interest from uh, a competitive group, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we'll continue to you know see where that takes us. That's exciting. Um, Let's talk, talk a little bit more about the, the, the course itself. So, yep. you know, we were chatting, and you're, you're, you're clearly um, an avid golfer. Um, you've played some, played some, some, some nice courses um, around, and, um, you know, so you know what good golf looks like. And as we're, as we're, I know what good golf courses look like. I'm, <laughs> I'm not course. sure I know what good golf looks like, at least not looking in the mirror. But, oh. um, talk a little bit about, so, um, you know, a lot of, you know, Tillinghast and then even even Ross kind of uh, you know yeah. said when and later and and turned the sand greens into and planted grass yeah. on them, um, but how a lot of the, the the greens and the work that he did over the decades got lost and and, and love course does well, the golf I mean, to go, go probably back most notably I mean and this happens everywhere if you watch the if you watch the U.S. Open when they were at Wingfoot um, Gil Hans came in and 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 they, they, he renovated or you know, did a re- restoration of those greens. I mean, over, over the years, greens shrink. It's just mm-hmm. part of the deal. I mean, you know, when you cut them every day and they shrink. And so we had a lot of greens here 
that didn't match up to the bunker lines and, and, and maybe didn't have the original shapes that they had. And so that was easily seen. I mean, looking at old photos, so we restored, we restored all of the greens and the bunkering back to what the original design was. And that's exciting. I mean, that's super exciting. I mean, to the traditionalists you mentioned earlier, I mean, they should be really happy about that because sure. we brought it back to life. You know, we, we GPS the greens, we dug them up put drainage in, did the greens mix, put grass, you know, and then and then reshaped them back to the GPS. So they're total restorations. Because the greens had gotten before yeah. the course closed for this RFP, the greens, is it fair to say the greens had caught, I don't know if, I don't know if boring is the right Smaller, term, but they got Smaller, short, like rounder, they've lost their edges, they lost the, some of the, contour. the contours around the bunkering. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it's a, that, that is a true restoration. And we're not alone. I mean, when mm. someone really does a good restoration in the game, Typically, that's what they're doing. They're expanding the green back to its original um, shape, if you will, and 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 then how that would play into the bunkering on that particular hole. Got it. Yeah. And speaking of the bunkering, yeah, there, there was at least two or three times as we were driving around, you're pointing out bunkers that over time had kind of gotten yeah. lost and were, yeah. were essentially became part of the woods. A lot of fairway bunkers were. On, on the outside of the cart paths mm -hmm. that we changed and rerouted the paths or, or um, you know, took down a lot of trees and found bunkers, fairway bunkers. Uh, and then a lot of the greenside bunkers, um, you know, we just brought them back to life. Some of them, some of them had disappeared over the years. Uh, and then some of them kind of lost their magnitude. And um, I think, you know, the folks that come out and play for the first time, I mean, one of the things that will strike you about the 12-hole restoration is is how dramatic the bunkers bunkers are um and and you know that was a, that was you know we feel like the way this golf course was originally built i mean the green complexes make this golf course right and so um you'll, you'll clearly if you've played belmont in the last four or five years and you remember it and you come and see it once we reopen you'll see a, a distinct difference uh in, in the look and feel of the greens and the bunkering is that fair that's very fair yeah I, absolutely as yeah. I, I i've played the course once it was it was pretty fast and it was several years ago and I, you know i didn't remember all the necessarily the nuances of it so it was great to it was great to see it again um, and, and, and all the work that you've been doing on it. You, you also pointed out a few places where you either lengthened holes or yeah. added some interesting tee boxes. Yeah. And, and, and Belmont was, even before first tee got their hands on it, there was some kind of hidden tees in, in some places? Well, there's a, there's a rumor on Old 3, which is now part of the um, uh, Chipping Green in, in, in short game area, um, that the old old i don't know if it's a rumor or it's true i haven't been able to verify it so it probably could be true because i've heard enough people say it but uh the trolley cars um used to stop at um the belmont trolley stop used to stop over there i'm pointing to it because I'm, I'm looking at it. um yeah. and there was the, you know I, th I do think they played the third tee up there at one point but we did incorporate in the design a couple um a couple of tees that won't be played on a regular basis that are hidden tees that you know our regulars might want to enjoy or we may bring them out at a certain tournament that just gives a few of the holes a little bit different look um and um i don't know it's it's not i guess it's not a surprise anymore <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they'll be on the scorecard we'll say it like well that, that i mean yeah. that, sure that makes them hit them yeah. hidden um more options is always a good thing in, in my view and i think in a lot of people's view yeah um so you had mentioned some, so, so this is getting a lot of attention. You already, there's some events, it sounds like, already planned. I know I had seen uh, Golfer's Journal is having a, a big event. They're coming out, out in the fall, for, the fall for one of their events. You know, they've ramped up their offerings uh, over the last uh, year or so, and um, we're, we're really excited to host them. Um, and September 11th, they'll be here, and I'm, I'm sure there'll be more on that on their website. And signups in the future but it'll 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 be a good way for folks that coming in from out of town to see belmont for the first time um, uh i saw that um you recently did the branding and, and logos through uh lee wabransky yeah yeah pronounce his name right lee wabransky he, he's uh lee's lee lee is it has been a pleasure working with lee um how did that relationship? So Scott Sherman, our architect, uh, and Lee go way back, yeah. and um, and so we didn't know. I mean, you know, you 
I'm sure you've researched or know of some of Lee's work. I mean, he does some pretty oh, yeah. big-time stuff. I got a couple and, of his posters and, on my yeah, wall. Yeah, and so, um, you know, we didn't know if he'd want to take on Belmont. Like, you know, we're a first T chapter in Richmond, Virginia. I mean, he's got a lot of bigger things. But when we called him and, and kind of pitched the idea, I mean, he and it, it's just a testament to how he is as a person, but he was all in. And uh, I think he – I mean, he says this, and I really think he means it. I mean, um, it, it and, and, and it's heartfelt that, you know, this has been one of one of the most satisfying projects that he's done based on what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so he's he's come up with three really cool logos uh, for Belmont, for the Ringer, which is our putting course, and Little Bell, which is our short course. And, um, you know, we can't wait to get those on shirts and hats and, um, and, and, and have people uh, – sporting the Belmont uh, apparel around the country. So Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Um, so we, we've certainly covered, you know, I, I think this unique project here and, and, and what you're building and the 12 holes of, of tilling hash holes is going to get plenty, already has, and will continue to get national yeah. recognition. But on a, on a local level, you know, beyond like the, the, the preserve Belmont folks, yeah. this, the, the city of Richmond, greater Richmond, Henrico County, yeah. you know, are, are People must be are they, are they as pumped as I am, or as, we, as we are. They're excited. We we launched. We were talking with our director with Bill Potter, our director of marketing, earlier, and he uh, they launched our website last week. Um, uh, Play Belmont RVA, um, and we launched our what is are known as our Founders Club, which is um, up to orig, uh, up to a hundred original kind of founding members of Belmont. Uh, Belmont is public, but there will be annual memberships mm-hmm. um and i think bill told me earlier that um we launched it last thursday and we've already sold 40 of them so oh, we feel nice. good about where we're going yeah. you know there's people are excited <laughs> they want to get out and play i mean courses yeah. are packed around here yeah um and you know we want to be able to showcase this and get people out and hopefully they'll have a great feeling when they leave what is uh you know being uh in whatever it is 90 100 miles up the road um, what can you tell me a little bit about the, uh, in, I guess the, the, the greater Richmond golf scene and in particular the, the greater Richmond public golf scene. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, like anything else, I, I've been around a long time here and I think we were voted, um, 20 years ago, one of the worst public golf cities in the country, you know, like, and so I, I don't think that does it justice. I mean, there's a lot of unique properties between here and DC. And then once you get into Richmond that, People can come and play and enjoy the game. I mean, our, for all of our first teach chapter, you know, sites Belmont, Elson Redmond, and the, the Tattersall are unique. Uh, you know, our friends over at Independence uh, have a have a Fazio course that's really awesome. If Beautiful you haven't course. played yeah, that, and you know, course. there's there are a lot of other places in town that um, that people can have a really high quality experience. And, and and so yeah, you know, if it's too busy in D.C. and your folks want to drive down, you know, the hour and a half. Uh, We'll welcome them, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll uh, they'll be regulars. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go check out Ellison Redmond after I, after I leave here. I, yeah. I haven't been. It it's sounds a great range. Sounds cool. So it's a really you know the best part about Ellison Redmond is the community that we've created there. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's it's built on the old city landfill way back. Um, there are there's six par three holes, uh, and just the driving range itself is awesome. And there's kids from the neighborhood there's business people from downtown with their ties tucked in their you know their their shirts hitting balls and it's a it's a play it's a melting pot for our community and you know we we always say and and i and i talk our team a lot about this like if the world if the world itself could look like elson redmond and 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 reflect um the fun that people are having in the Mm -hmm. diversity we'd probably be a better place and um you know, we're really proud of that, and, and we look forward to creating uh, that same type of atmosphere here at Belmont. That's cool. And speaking of that, I don't think we – I saw the numbers, and it, and it put a smile on my face. Talk about, like, what what are the – for the different courses, the greens fee is going to look like? Yeah, so, Ballpark. so during the week to walk Belmont, um, $35. Uh, there's a military and first responder and senior rate discount. Um, weekends, 40 um, to play the um, to play Little Bell, it's uh, ten dollars or twenty five to play all day, which I think would be awesome. I and mean, I'm, I'm planning on on 
bringing groups out to play Little Bell because of you know it's a walk, Little Bell is walking only and there's some really high quality holes out there. Um, the name Little does not do it justice uh, in, in the fact that those holes are really quality holes and, and uh, isn't easy, I guess. Yeah. And then and the, ten bucks. I mean, you, yeah, uh, ten. <laughs> well, twenty five to play all day. Oh, yeah, right. And so and then um, the ringer. Um, it's five dollars. Uh, it's a uh, eighteen putting hole course. putting course, yeah. and then you know if you're with a child, that child's for free. And and I, I should say this: kids in our first tee program will be able to utilize the entire facility uh, for free. And so I mean, we and, and Davis Love, um, the times he he's been here, we've walked the property. He he just can't get over the fact that they're going to be able to play a Tillinghouse golf course, um, you know, at no charge every day of, the, of their life if they wanted to. I think and I read it's a pretty uh, awesome. And one of the things I was, I was reading one of the articles about the project um, in preparation for this, and there was a quote, I think it was by you, that said, you know, everyone talks about growing the game. Yeah. You can say grow the game all you want, but, you know, act, you need action to back yeah. that up. Yeah, and you don't see too many courses that are, that are ready to say you know essentially I, I, kids play I don't, free. I don't know, like I'm, I can't judge other other people, but I, I do know that we you, you hear it a lot, and we we need we we've put a plan together to do that, and you know now it's a, now it's our responsibility when we have those kids out here um, to really make an impact on their lives, and, and whether that's teaching the inherent values of the game, whether that's teaching through our curriculum in the in the character development uh, skills that we're creating um, you know it's our responsibility to kind of give back to 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 the youth of our community to make it a better place I yeah. mean if we can all do that we'll you know be a better place absolutely uh, well congratulations this Thank this you. project is, is, is super exciting um, tell me one, the, one one more time the opening day yeah, so open to the public May 29th. May 29th. Yeah. So it's getting about seven weeks from, from the time we're, we're taping this. We've got um, a lot of uh, greening up to do between now and then, and we're confident that Mother Nature is going to take care of us. I'm sure it will. Uh, 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 well, thank you very yeah. much for, for sitting down and, and being open to come on the podcast, and uh, congratulations on, on winning the bid, yeah, uh, teaming up with Love Golf Design, at, you know, being thinking outside the box. Uh, on creating something really cool and and um, saving saving Belmont and 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 making it uh, just an incredibly exciting project. It's for been the a really really fun team effort. Um, you know the county love our contractors that did did a lot of the work. Our our staff, our board. You know it's been a really fun project. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I can't I can't wait to get out there and play. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. I don't have a good golf game. But I don't really care. I'm a, I'm a regular dude living in D.C., and I want to know about D.C.-centric golf stuff. If you can tell me something that I don't already know, then that is great for me. I don't want the regular stuff. I want exciting stuff. I want different stuff. I don't want stuff I can't hear elsewhere. But I want it to be about D.C. golf.